We will talk about girls' state hockey. We'll talk about gymnastics, dance, skiing, wrestling. We will thank a ref, and we will thank the band educator of the week because we talk about Minnesota sports and activities. We will also talk about our most valuable teammate, as we do every week here on Preps Today with John Millay. John Millay, of course, is the star of the show. You can find his written work at mshsl.org at John's Journal, and you get to hear him talk. You get to hear the sweet, dulcet tones of John Millay here uh, on TalkNorth.com. So, so John, let's start off with Girls State Hockey Week. Thanks, Jim. Good talking to you again. I am neither sweet nor dulcet, but we'll let that one pass. Um, I am up in the press box at the XL Center. It's very quiet in here right now. We're between sessions on the first day of the Girls State Hockey Tournament. Always a fun time here. We made it through the latest uh, snowstorm of the century. Um, I'm on not very good terms with my snowblower. I don't want to see that much of that piece of equipment, but we, we did it. So, uh, like I said, girls hockey. What's that? So I'm glad you said equipment. Equipment, yeah, yeah, that piece of equipment. Yeah. Um, girls hockey, I'm going to do a little recap here. We've had two games so far. Earlier today, we're talking, it's uh, Wednesday afternoon in the in the first of the four Class A quarterfinals. Orono beats Mankato East 7-1. to Proctor Hermantown beats Albert Lee 6-2. to Now this evening, Wednesday evening, uh, we'll have River Lakes versus War Road and Laverne versus South St. Paul. The only activity in the arena right now is on the War Road bench. The girls on the team are just kind of sitting on the bench looks like they're putting some tape on their sticks and and kind of just taking in the atmosphere that's a long bus ride from war road I, as we've talked about i was up in war road this uh this winter which is 20 miles south of war road so they made it they're here they're safe that's good uh thursday now will be the double a quarterfinals uh northfield versus edina burnsville versus minnetonka brainerd versus andover gentry academy versus maple grove uh semifinal games will be friday championship game saturday as as usual uh, the quarterfinals are being streamed at no charge by minnesota prep spotlight and then the semis and the finals again as usual will be televised by KSTC Channel 45, streamed by their uh, online partner, Prep45.com. And speaking of girls hockey, I wrote a story uh, earlier this week about a goaltender who's the only female on a boys hockey team. This this is pretty rare. Uh, the team is Bagley Foston, which is a few miles west of Bemidji. They don't have girls hockey. A junior named Cassandra Fontaine is the starting goalie and the only goalie on the boys' hockey team. Pretty pretty interesting setup. She's played every minute of every game. Their season ended Tuesday night in a in a section loss at Park Rapids. Uh, she's a great kid. She plays high school volleyball. She's on the golf team, straight-A student, college-level classes. She dreams about becoming a surgeon. I mean, this is she's the whole package, and, and the fact that she's the female goalie on a boys' hockey team is pretty awesome. She's got a year to go. She's just a junior. Uh, she'd love to play Division One women's hockey. I asked her about role models, and I said the name Maddie Rooney, and and Cassie's face just lit up because, you know, we know Maddie Rooney. She was the goalie on the boys' hockey team at Andover. She played at UMD, and now she's been in the Olympics twice. That's that's the role model for Cassandra Fontaine of bagley Foston. You can read about her on John's Journal at mshsl.org. Good deal. Let's get into some other sports. I want to thank our producer, Brianne Burdett, uh, let you know that you the best way to listen to this show or the network, talknorth.com, 
is subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It is free. It is easy. You can always go to TalkNorth.com, see all the shows, all the archives of shows. You can follow us on Twitter at TalkNorthPod and see the shows as they are released and our live show dates and times. Thanks to our sponsor, Pizza Barn in Princeton. And uh, when you go to TalkNorth.com, you'll notice that we have uh, the best sports lineup in Minnesota and we have great outdoor content and some variety content you can check out. We've recently added On the Bench, uh, the Canadian Hockey Humor Duo, and Mike Grimm's Go Gopher podcast. Thank you all for listening. Now, John, let's get into some other sports. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I'm just going to recap uh, what we had last week, Jim, and what's coming up uh, last Friday and Saturday. I attended both of these uh the two state tournaments those two days, gymnastics and dance, they were outstanding. Uh, quickly, the 2022 state chance in gymnastics. Uh, Reagan Kelly of Mayor Lutheran, Mount West Tonka, and the Class A all-around Taylor Schaefer of St. Cloud, and the AA all-around and the team titles went to Mayor Lutheran, Mount West Tonka, and Class A, and Wyzetta in Class AA gymnastics. At dance at the Target Center, the big story to me was Austin High School. They won the Class AA state title in high kick. There are two categories, jazz and high kick. This was Austin's first team state championship in 34 years, which is just just amazing. They had a big crowd. It was very exciting. Other state champs in high kick were St. Cloud Cathedral and Eastview. And in uh, jazz division, the three state champs, again, St. Cloud Cathedral, Benilde, St. Margaret's, and Eastview. And the state ski meets were up north last week. Champions were crowned in Alpine and Nordic. Uh, they are in Alpine, Adam Bergalt of Edina, Lauren Carlson of Duluth East, where the individual champs team titles went to the Minnetonka boys and girls. On the Nordic track here, uh, Sydney Drevlo of Hopkins, Cooper Camp of Minneapolis Southwest. Those are your Nordic state champs. And the team titles went to St. Paul Island Park Girls and, again, Minneapolis Southwest boys. So we'll get through the girls hockey tournament this week. Next week, we'll have two state tournaments, boys swimming and diving at the University of Minnesota, wrestling at here, here at the Excel Center, and wrestling is now a boys and a girls sport, and history was made last week when the girls, for the first time, took part in section wrestling tournaments, and we will have girls wrestling at state here at the Excel Center next week. That'll be, that'll be more history. Excellent. Uh, any other sports you want to talk about today? Uh, that kind of wraps up where we're at right now, Jim. Okay. All right. I want to let you know that uh, Pizza Barn in Princeton, the uh, website is pizzabarnprinceton.com. Uh, they have a food truck now, but I'll let John tell you more about them. Yeah, I was, in fact, at the Pizza Barn. I, I watched the Bagley Foston boys hockey team. They played in Princeton. Uh, the home team is Becker Big Lake. They use the Princeton Ice Arena as their uh, home ice. So, of course, I, I drove up early and I did some pre-gaming at the Pizza Barn. And it was fantastic just to hang around in there. I got to hang out with Jody Stay, who runs the ship. Her mom was there. Her daughter Jillian was there. Nice to see all those folks again. We sat in a booth and we talked and laughed and got caught up on things. And I, for, Jody brought me some of the Pizza Barn's famous cheese bread, which I don't think I'd ever had. It's, it's homemade right there. Unbelievable. And then she put together the February pizza of the month for me, the Schwanny Q, really, really something special with the barbecue sauce, smoked pulled pork, the famous Schwanny Q dry rub. I brought pizza home. I was kind of a hero when I got home because I brought the pizza of the month home. It didn't last long, but my wife and I sure enjoyed it. Um, you know, and just sitting there for about an hour, you know, it was really neat, Jim, just to have that perspective. You know, people are coming in to pick up takeout orders, families coming in for dinner. And I was really impressed with what I saw. Everybody on the staff was happy and pleasant. And it just struck me that 
this is absolutely everything a family-owned business should be. Jody and everybody there, they're the most down-to-earth people. And I can see why the Pizza Barn so well-known and so well-respected. And I know we're going to get back up there and do a live show again as soon as we can. But we do have some breaking news I just did hear from Jody moments ago. We can make the announcement that that uh, food truck number two has been purchased. So that will be rolling this spring and summer. And also they are taking bookings. You know, they do a lot of catering. Um, we've talked about this before, grad parties, private events. There's still a lot of availability with two trucks, you know, rolling by spring and summer. That's really, it's a game changer. They've got bookings already in Eden Prairie, Plymouth, Shoreview, Maple Grove, St. Cloud, Sauk Rapids. They've really got a good, a good coverage area there. Uh, they can go through the Pizza Barn website. Anybody wants to know more, pizzabarnprinceton.com. Jody will see your email. And we are going to have a, a grand opening of another Twin Cities Orthopedics location in Brooklyn Park in May. The pizza truck, the pizza barn food truck, one of them, if not both, will be there for that. So there's a lot of great things going on up there in Princeton. And, and I just had a blast just kind of hanging out there before I went to a hockey game in town. Excellent. Uh, well, I'm glad that I'm, I do look forward to getting up uh, up there soon. I think we are at a point where we can do that pretty safely at this point. Uh, before we get to thank a ref, just tell what has the atmosphere been like at the X? Well, it's 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 pretty normal, Jim. You know, I mean, everybody's everybody has to have a mask on when you come in up here in the press box. We're all wearing masks. Uh, I'm not now. The radio people don't have to. I did a radio interview with. Uh, Aaron Worm from KATE and Albert Lee between periods earlier. And, you know, you're not going to wear a mask for that. Um, it's And it's quiet. And the girls hockey tournament, you know, we're not getting the big crowds like we will for the boys uh, down the road here or for the wrestling tournament. It's kind of a it's kind of a workspace for me when I'm here. I'm watching the games. I'm answering emails. I'm getting things done. I'm doing radio interviews. Um, it's fine, though. Everything's great. You know, on the ice, it's it's hockey the way it always is. Um, the first two games today were not as competitive as, as we'd probably like, but we'll see what happens tonight. I think the double A games, all of them should be very competitive. So yeah, it's, it's just normal. And it's kind of, we're all kind of looking at each other sometimes and everybody's kind of smiling. Hey, this is it. We're, we're back here. You know, it's just uh pet bands have been playing. It's been, it's been really, really good. So I think we're, we're, everybody's really happy to be where we are right now. That's great. And also the uh, women's hockey at the Olympics did really well in the ratings. I, I, I wonder if we will see some trickle-down effect with, uh, with girls' high school hockey at some point. I think so. I think you're right. All right, let's get to thank a ref. Yeah, I'm going to thank several refs. We had some big-time uh, anniversaries for officials. Let's start with the state gymnastics meet. Uh, two of the officials who've been doing this for a long time, Elaine Taggetts and Mike Amadon, they were honored at the state gymnastics meet because this was the 50th year they've been part of gymnastics in Minnesota. So between Elaine and Mike, that's a century of service uh, as officials to high school gymnastics. Thanks. Thanks to both of them up, up North at the, at the Alpine and Nordic ski meet, a wonderful guy, a friend of mine named Bob O'Hara. He was recognized again for 50 years of service to Nordic skiing, including the past 25 as our state meet director. I know Bob, very well. One of the best people I know. I see him at cross-country running events. I see him at track and field meets as well as at ski meets. He's a great guy. Uh, a cool tweet that really blew up on Twitter uh, in the last day from St. Anthony Village High School. 
during the snowstorm on Tuesday. It's a picture of a, of a guy outside all bundled up. It says, meet Bart Peck. His car got stuck tonight. So he walked the rest of the way to the gym so he wouldn't be late to ref our home basketball game. That's an official. He got stuck in the snow and the blizzard. Bart lives in Minneapolis. I don't know how far away he was, but he walked the rest of the way home. And I'm certain after the game, he got some help getting his car out of the snowbank. Uh, he clearly isn't afraid to hike in the winter. That's that's commitment from an official. And I just want to take a moment quick to thank all the winter officials who are closing out their seasons and and welcome some new members of our officiating ranks on Monday evening. The high school league and Minnesota Youth Athletic Services held an officials recruiting forum on Zoom, and nearly a hundred people were part of this. That's that's great, and I heard from some of them on Twitter. I tweeted some screenshots from the Zoom meeting, and I heard from a few people who were kind of sticking their foot in the water there, and they were excited about what they heard, and and just almost everything that prospective officials need to know was covered. It was about an hour. There were Q and A's. It was really, really good. So we're going to have some some new officials getting going here, and uh, everything looked great. Excellent. All right, let's talk about the band educator of the week. Now, this is a new category, but I saw this on Twitter. Uh, the uh, Schmidt Music, one of the big musical instrument you know suppliers yeah. and anywhere, especially in Minnesota, they name a high school educator of the year. Uh, they, they honored Erin Holmes. She's one of the talented band directors at Farmington High School as the Minnesota High School edu- Educator of the Year. That's a great honor for a person I'm lucky enough to know. Erin does a great job out there. She's one of several band directors at Farmington. They have one of the top uh, band programs in the state. Congrats to her. That's that's a huge honor and really well-deserved. Excellent. All right, let's wrap up the show with the most valuable teammate. Yeah, this is always fun, Jim. The latest most valuable teammate is Tiana Salam. She's a senior basketball player at De La Salle. She's the hardest working player on the team. She leads by example every day, even on days when she's not playing or feeling the greatest. She shows up and gives it her all. She's the team's best defender. She always guards the other team's best guard. And, you know, anybody who's playing uh, boys or girls basketball at De La Salle. That's high level basketball. So Tiana Salam is a true, most valuable teammate. Congrats to her. Great. Let's get a final thought from John on anything he likes. A reminder, we have uh, John Krasinski, Cheryl Reeve, Michael Russo, Anthony LaPanta, John Millay, Jeff Diamond on the bench, the Go Gopher podcast, uh, and Roy Smalley, Lavelle Neal, uh, Destination Polaris, The Flush, tons of outdoor content. So check out talknorth.com. We do appreciate you listening. John, give me a final thought. Well, first, Jim, with all that content, we're going to fill up the internet here. We're going to run out of room on the internet with all that great content. So we'll buy some more. Putting together, (laughs) you'll buy some more space. Um, I just want to say this is the 50th year. This is the 50th anniversary of Title IX, uh, which is tremendous. It it was last weekend was really a statement about the importance of Title IX, because not only do we have female athletes at the state gymnastics meet, female athletes at the state dance tournament, female wrestling for the first time in the postseason. And now I'm sitting here at the XL Center with the girls' state hockey tournament. It's a wonderful thing what Title Line has done in, in these 50 years. It's amazing. when you. I'm old enough to remember what the 70s were like before Title Line, and just congratulations to everybody who's done so much, you know, all the pioneers who've worked so hard to give these kids the opportunities they have. It's just a, it's just a tremendous thing. Isn't it stunning that uh, some of our mothers and grandmothers in certain states couldn't compete in high school athletics? 
It is. And I, I had a couple discussions about this with somebody up here in the press box today. I grew up in Iowa where, where women's sports, you know, women's basketball for high school girls basketball still, it never stopped from going back to the twenties. They're, they're closing in on a hundred years of girls, high school basketball. And, and the girls I grew up with, they played basketball and softball and track and field. And I didn't have a sense of what it was like in the rest of the country until title nine came along. So we certainly appreciate all that. Um, and, and it's just, it's just explosive. You know, I remember when college women's sports, that was really not a thing. They got no coverage if there were even teams and look at that, look what it's like now and look at the, you know, just the, uh, the women's national soccer team just won a big uh, settlement in a lawsuit about equal pay with the men's. That's phenomenal. Shouldn't have ever happened, but they got it figured out. And, and what, uh, you know, female athletes at the Olympics, look at Jesse Diggins, just all these great things that we've seen. Uh, boy, title nine is really something. Yeah. And uh, the final four has already sold out all of its advertising content. Uh, you know, I think the final four in Minneapolis will be a big hit. We, and we'll talk about this with Cheryl Reeve all the time. Anytime women's sports are televised, they get ratings. And if you get ratings, you can sell it. And if you sell it, then you have no excuse not to put it on all the time. And I think we're moving in that direction. I'll also say that Patrick Royce, you know, listen, Patrick was not a big supporter of women's sports. Uh, he admitted it, and he kind of wrote about how he has learned uh, from Title IX. I thought it was a really impressive piece in the Star Tribune. And and you know, and I'm not and I'm not saying that to look down on Patrick. I think right. there were two there are two categories of men's sports writers. Uh, for the most part, with a few outliers, there were those who looked down on women's sports, which is of course wrong. And then there was those yeah. who just of us who just didn't do enough covering it, you know. And I think I think we're trying to correct that now. Yeah, and we're seeing a lot of great things. You're right. Just just everything you mentioned there, and and bless Patrick for uh, for uh, coming around. <laughs> he he, he yeah. always does things with a sense of humor, and and the old you know he got in a lot of trouble back then for the the phrase tiptoed ball throwing, referring to mm -hmm. girls basketball. But yeah, he's and as he wrote, he's a grandpa. He's got a, like a ten year old granddaughter playing hockey, and and if that doesn't open your eyes to the possibilities, I don't know what does. So so good for Pat. Yeah, it's been a, a great couple of weeks for women's sports. It's going to be a great month for women's sports and girls' high school sports. And John's going to keep bringing us news on all of that. So thank you to John Millay. Thank you to Brianne Burdett. And thank you for listening to TalkNorth.com. <laughs>